T-Row in the Morning Show, Tuesday, August 16. Toby and TJ back with you, a.k.a. A1 and Turkey Bacon. This show every day brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. I was on my bad boy mower yesterday. Just the envy of the neighborhood. My yard looks so good, TJ. Thanks to uh, the guys at uh, Extreme Outdoor Equipment and the bad boy. It's the bad boy Maverick, TJ, speaking of uh, A1 and Turkey Bacon. The bad boy Maverick that I am currently... uh, riding around the neighborhood and um i love it i also think you're going to love the cf motos they've got over there at extreme outdoor equipment the fastest growing uh brand in the industry they got the tricked out golf cars they got the motorhomes the trailers i mean really anything you could want anything you could want um to take care of your summer needs or fall or spring or winter extreme outdoor equipment xoe is the place to be Two locations, one in Goldsby, one in Newcastle. Go check them out. 18 days to kick off. This is the ref, the home of Sooner fans. CJ, do you have your top 10 doofus faces ready? No, I do not. I do not. Did not write down a single doofus face yesterday. Okay, hey, doofus face just notes. has to come as it, as it, as you go along here. You'll say a name, and I'll say something about them, and then you'll realize they're a doofus face. So, yeah. Okay, well, we'll spontaneously await those <laughs> spontaneously, announcements. Spontaneously, yes. Throughout, uh, throughout, <laughs> you know, right. our conversations. By the way, you'll just drop in a. By the way, that guy has a doofus. Doofus. Um, a couple of nuggets. You know, uh, OU sports gets underway this week. TJ, that old ESPN Plus I membership fires up this I said, week. What? We have on Thursday the soccer opener. The soccer OU soccer team opens against Houston. Thursday night at home, 7 o'clock. If you want to go check out some live sports right in front of your face, Thursday night, 7 o'clock, OU in Houston. Then they go on the road and play Nebraska on Sunday. The Thursday night game will be on ESPN+. Plus. I believe that Sunday game is a Big Ten Network game. And volleyball, TJ, opens this week. They will play on Friday against Central Arkansas in their season opener. Six o'clock at home, another ESPN Plus broadcast. So if you do not have ESPN Plus yet, now would be a good this week would be a good time to get signed up. I think the price is about to change and everything. TJ, any luck? Have we talked you into it yet? Nope. You're holding firm. As of right now, yes. Still holding firm. Uh there has also has been, been a lot of though. requests. 
a lot of requests out there for me to do a daily Premier League segment on the show. There have been no requests and, for that. No, uh, never. I have heard all of Not your one. requests and am considering it. It was a fascinating weekend in the Premier League, uh, culminating with a shocking 1-1 tie between Liverpool and Crystal Palace yesterday. Did you catch any of that game, TJ? Liverpool Crystal Palace. I asked you about the Liverpool Crystal Palace game. Did you catch any of that yesterday? Uh, with 10 men, Liverpool tied it up late. Manchester City off to a, or Manchester United off to a horrible start to the season. City looks like the team to beat. Liverpool, two, ta- two draws in two games. That's a shocker. And my beloved Leeds, four points through two contests. They're doing good. So I am. I hear all of your requests. TJ and I hear all of your requests out there for a daily segment dedicated entirely to the Premier League, and it is under consideration. Is the sales staff tried to sell this yet, TJ? Or My apologies to the kids that are getting out of their uh, cars to go to school today, and this is the last thing you're hearing on the radio today. Uh, as you head off to uh, your fine education systems, I apologize to you. Mm, okay. Uh, let's go to the phones. <laughs> Who'd you say is on hold? Cheese, the cheese head? I apologize even more now if you're still in the car. <laughs> good morning, Cheese. Hey, good morning. Aren't you going to say cheese head from Iowa? No. Now that I know you like it, I'm not going to say it anymore. <laughs> really? I didn't yeah. necessarily like it, but I figured that was, that was my... Uh, that was my introduction. Uh, nope, gig, I guess. not anymore. Yep. Okay. Nope. Well, uh, then I'll be brief. Then I called to comment on a Good. couple players that that uh, we got on the Sooners. Uh, okay. For some reason, that guy Tawik Walker, number twenty nine, the running back, Tyree Walker. That. Yeah. Okay. I like that brother. Uh, for some reason, I like how he runs. I've been watching him and. Uh, all right. Thank I you, Cheesehead. Thank you, Cheesehead. Not necessarily this year, but. Yeah. Apologies. I apologize on behalf of the show and everything. Does the text line work in Iowa, TJ? <laughs> yes, and I'm laughing because, let me find it. Um, I'm guessing this was Cheesehead's text. Oh, where did it go? Why did I just click on it? On all fence will be Walker. On defense will be defensive back Wyoming. I'm thinking that's from Cheesehead. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> He's talking about the people that nobody's talking about. I I'm think sure. so. I think right. so. Tawi Walker is his pick to click. Okay. Um, okay, so this ESPN story came out today. Chris Lowe wrote it uh, talking to Brent Venables. Coach Venable is going to meet with the media today after practice, by the way. Uh, and there's some quotes in here. And not, nothing really new, TJ. It's just, you know, it's newsworthy, I guess, uh, when Brent's talking about this. Quote, all things considered, they've handled everything great and not allowed it to become a distraction. This is BV talking to ESPN. you got to go through some mud sometimes. you got to get scarred up. you got to go through some things. And that's how you go get better. You don't go get better and improve through ease and comfort in anything. Uh, 
Venables called the situation very complex and very difficult and added that some of it you have great clarity and peace about while other parts of it and what it means for people was the difficult part. What I can tell you definitely is that there's great unity on this team. Let me see if I can find any more quotes. He's asked about Lincoln Riley. He said, quote, there was a little bit of a locker room that was confused, hurt, and fragmented, maybe because of the success offensively, but not as much defensively, and fragmented because the leader of the program just left them out of nowhere. Venables, talking about Riley. So, yes, it was an emotional locker room, but what's been exciting to me is the hunger and the edge they've shown since we've been here. It's been incredible and been that way since January. The harder we've made it, the better they've responded. Um, anyway, uh, we're taking a look at this story. Let me see if this is... Um, here's another quote about uh, the Kale situation. There's a whole collection of us involved when these kinds of things happen, a whole team of us. And at the end of the day, it was Kale that resigned, and that was his decision the right decision he didn't want to be a distraction and knew what happened wasn't right the timing was awful but as a team we addressed it the next day and moved on to business Um, okay Uh, there's more to it but i would i'm not going to read the whole thing so i would encourage you to go give it a read when i I read it last night that the quote about um you got to go through mud sometimes. You got to go uh, get scarred up. Like I was, I, I will admit, I was reading it like Brent Venables because it's such a Brent Venables quote. Yeah. <laughs> Smooth hands don't wear rings. Right. <laughs> That's a popular one. Uh, he said that at uh, at the coaches' luncheon that you were at. You were sitting front row. Remember. You had the mm-hmm. front row seat for that? I, yeah, I did have the front row seat for that, yes. And uh, he was making fun of uh, of Thad turnip seed for having smooth hands. Just, you could tell. He said, Thad's hands are very smooth. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, worth a read. He'll speak to the media again today. And this is the time of year, TJ. You just hold your breath every day. Yeah, you don't want having what happened with Texas the last few days to come out of your camp, right. no matter who you are. It. right? Don't even bring it up. Just hold your breath that you can uh, get through another day, that the team gets better, and that uh, you don't have one of these press availabilities that starts with, by the way, i got to tell you about this. I know you don't want those. What time is, he, what time is the avail today? Um, let me check here on the email. Tuesday's availability schedule. Twelve thirty, approximately, for Brent Venables. Central time. Uh, that would be Central time. Yes, yes. All right. right Volleyball opener today, hour. by the way, for the uh, Piedmont Wildcats season opener. Oh, good luck. Good luck. You nervous? Thank you. No, not at all. Okay. Well, normally the parents are more nervous uh, than the kids. That's why I asked you if you were nervous. So maybe, uh, maybe when it gets a little closer. But um, no, play the uh, Noble Bears today. Oh, it's a road Bears. game. We open on the road against the uh, Bears of Noble. How about that? Yeah. I wish it was uh, not Tuesday because I would hit uh, Kindles afterwards for either a celebratory or Are they not open to pry on into my chicken fried steak. Mm-mm. 
Wednesday through Saturday for oh, Kindles. Did not know that. I think unless they've changed their. Oh, you may policy. be right. I just didn't know that if that were true. Yeah. It used to be closed Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Maybe um, if if somebody out there knows differently, well, if they let knew me you know. were coming, surely they would open today. You think so? I would think so. Just make a call. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. But uh, and it's obviously too late for Tiffany's. I'd hit Tiffany's afterwards. But yeah, big volleyball opener coming up tonight. Well, good luck out there. Good luck. Well, thank you, TJ. I appreciate that. I'll let you know how it goes. I ordered my official dad sweatshirt last night. I don't know why I find that funny. <laughs> I find it very funny. Fundraiser. You got to support oh, the I team. Know. You know, you oh, got yeah. to. Fundraisers, yes. You got to support the team. So Absolutely. everybody's got to order a T-shirt or sweatshirt or a hoodie or whatever the case may be. I think I went with a long sleeve Does it say dad t-shirt? on the front then uh, like uh, rolling with her number on the back or something? Or uh, No, it doesn't say any of that. Oh, Jenny okay. got one with her number on it, but mine just says Wildcats on it. It's, I got you. Not, I got you. It doesn't say dad, dad. Uh, it doesn't say Chloe's dad on oh, it. Oh, Chloe's dad. Like okay. Okay. No. Well, that, yeah. not not as funny then. <laughs> now we'll go get that screen printed on it after we get it oh, okay. in the mail. Okay. <laughs> but no, it doesn't arrive that way. So, um, yeah. But it won't. I won't have it yet for the opener tonight. Uh, which I hope we can let's get you a white T-shirt and a, a sharpie and just write it on there. Roll I, out. The I noble. trust me. I got plenty of. Uh, of uh, T-shirts and sweatshirts and otherwise from previous seasons that I can lean on for tonight to get me through it. I think so. Anyway, I'll uh, I'll let you know how it goes on tomorrow's show. So here we go. I mean, we got OU starting games this week. Now I'm looking on. I dialed up ESPN Plus just to make sure, and I don't see the volleyball game for Friday on here. Uh, so maybe I'm wrong about that being on ESPN. Well, I see Houston soccer game on Thursday is that looks like the first event on here. I yes. just had a question on um on a text that says if I have ESPN Plus, shouldn't I be able to watch anything OU they have on it? I tried but couldn't. It was like I needed to pay an additional subscription to watch the OU channel. That's not true. That there there's not an additional. No, no. there's no additional charge they... once you have ESPN Plus. That's correct. Right. I would, I would be curious as to what they tried to watch and couldn't. And I do think it is worth clarifying. We're talking about events that are produced by OU, uh, which is home games and stuff. Like when they right. go on the road to play somebody, that the other school owns those broadcasts and they'll put them wherever they go. I, 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 can't, I just assume people understand that, but maybe everybody doesn't. So, Like when they play, when uh, soccer goes to play Nebraska on Sunday – That'll be on the Big Ten Network because it's a Nebraska home game. So we're talking about the 100-plus events, home games, matches, everything that OU produces, plus all the shows and everything. That's what's going to live on ESPN+. Plus. All right, break time. Uh, we got Andrew Monaco, voice of the Texas A&M Aggies, coming up next. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. 
had the opportunity to uh, get to know Andrew Monaco throughout the College World Series, and great to have the play-by-play voice of the Texas A&M Aggies joining us live now from College Station, Texas. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Toby. That was a lot of fun, and thank you for making me so welcome at Omaha. It certainly was special. That was that was um, yeah yeah. It was really a cool experience. First time I've had the opportunity to to go through that, and uh, yeah, opportunity of a lifetime. Except for the two losses that Oklahoma handled us, we had a great well, time. <laughs> I understand. I we we feel the same about Ole Miss right now. So I understand. <laughs> Well, let's talk about this football team and uh, an eventful off season for Jimbo and the boys. Yeah, it really was. And uh, l- let's go back, Toby, to a disappointing finish to that season, to be 8-4 and four and lose on the road to Ole Miss and to LSU. And it wasn't the finish that they wanted. And then when the offseason began, the win over number one Alabama at home allowed Jimbo to collect the number one recruiting class which took some people by surprise, but you know what? He's been in the top five recruiting classes since he's been here, and he's had the number one recruiting class. Oh, that's right. He's done that before at Florida State. So I don't know why. Maybe because it's Texas A&M. It surprised a lot of people, but it shouldn't have, knowing the history of Jimbo Fisher. And then with the NIL, as you know, there was the spat between Jimbo and Nick Saban. Jimbo was an assistant for Nick at LSU. And, and really good friends, but he got tired of, of, of Nick setting the narrative, if you will, and came out very publicly the very next day after Nick said that Texas A&M was buying all their players and, and really just challenged him and, and did that. Made me chuckle because Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin had made the same kind of shots <laughs> earlier uh, you know, in that offseason. And then once, once you get through that in spring ball and seven-on-seven seven and all of that. Now it's time for football camp for this team, and, and we'll see. We'll see. And when you bring in, that's the next step, right? How, how are these freshmen going to compete uh, in the SEC? Uh, not just at the college level and for Jimbo Fisher, but in the SEC, and, and that's what camp has been about so far. Where did the fans fall on the whole Nick versus Jimbo situation? Uh, it, uh <laughs> Are you talking A&M fans? Yes, because yes, A&M Ky- fans. Kyle, Kyle Field size automatically with Jimbo. It, if there was any doubt about Jimbo here at A&M, I, I can tell you truly, it, it really, it really, it really, he was an Aggie the moment he was arguing with officials that second game against Clemson. <laughs> That's when he got it, but no. You know what, there's, a, there's that, I think it was that mentality of everybody doubting what is going on? And, 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 Toby, I'm honest about this. I think Jimbo Fisher could have gone anywhere. By the time he left Florida State, he could have gone anywhere. Whether, whether that job was opened or not, and he chose A&M, and he's the one who brings the pedigree, and he's the one who has the national championship ring, and he's the one who is an Aggie. And I think they realize how genuine he is and how mad he was at that situation, and they could, and Aggie fans could see that, you know what, here's a guy who is fighting for us. He's one of us. And, uh, you know, so they fell, they fell squarely on the side of Jimbo. And this. Look, we don't like Nick. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. use the collective we here. You know, we don't like Nick. And, then, and to be able to beat Alabama. Look, and, and I thought Nick kind of dug a little deeper when he said, well, you know what, it was a rebuilding year. Uh, that, that, uh, look, you got beat. 
you know, you got beat by two of your assistants, and I hate that narrative too because Jimbo's won a national championship in a playoff that Nick Saban's team wasn't even in. But you know, you you have all of that when when you know the national narrative, Toby, and this is what I'm talking about revolves around Alabama. It sure is nice to kind of. Uh, puncture that balloon a little bit and realize, like Jimbo said, we're coming and they can't do anything about it. Um, tell me who is going to be the quarterback on opening day. What's your guess here? Uh, Haynes King or Max Johnson? I, I Connor Wigman is the freshman. Toby Haynes has been coached by Jimbo and has and has played before getting hurt. Uh, after being named the state, uh, starter at Colorado. And, and the year before his first year, he got some reps against Alabama and, and South Carolina. Max Johnson, I think it's an interesting quarterback room. Haynes is a coach's son from Longview, Texas, John King. Max Johnson is a quarterback's son, Brad Johnson, who was at, who was at Florida State. I wonder if Haynes, having gone through this before here, not that Max Johnson hasn't gone through it, Max just has that learning curve a little bit more that Haynes has. Does that give Haynes the lead? We'll see. But Jimbo during this camp is, is you, you know what happens when there's a competition. You get to run with the ones one day. The other quarterback runs with the ones the other day. I just wonder if Haynes having more experience with Jimbo helps him in, in this experience. But Jimbo's got a, re- a great relationship with all three of them. It's a really good quarterback room. Are they similar skill sets? No. No, one's right-handed, one's left-handed, so that's always good. <laughs> you know the difference right off the bat. Haynes yeah. is, is more mobile, but Jimbo has said this, and he, he said this in each time there's been a quote-unquote uh, the quarterback competition. He did it with Kellen Mond and Nick Starkle and, and even Haynes King and Zach Calzada last year. Haynes more mobile, but... He always says, look, he throws the ball better than people think. And Max Johnson is, you know, the, the classic thrower, pocket passer, who runs better than you think. And it's that management of skills. But, um, no, they're, they're really not similar at all. Uh, hey, Max is really more over the top and, and, and a pocket passer. Haynes, you can, you can move that pocket. And, his, and his, his mobility is a key. Uh, he made a... And, and, and understand the way I say this, last year against Kent State, a Johnny Manziel-like run. Not saying he's Johnny Manziel, but it was that type of scramble, get out of the way, you're holding it, you got your heart in your throat, and 20 yards later, <laughs> he's, he's, he's got the first down and more, and everybody was excited. What, Haynes is, can do some things with his legs and is learning, or has learned since he got here, to trust what he's reading Max will sit back there for a long, long time and, and go through his progressions. It's kind of fascinating to watch at camp. What is your uh, biggest question mark defensively for this team? <sighs> defensively, how will they adjust to DJ Durkin after playing with Mike Elko? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of similarities and a lot of guys coming back, but it's new terminology for, for everybody. And, you think you finally got to the part under Mike Elko where you were no longer uh, uh, learning and processing what was going on. You were just reacting to what you're, you're seeing. If there is a position right now, and you know we're still in the middle of August, right now they're a little dinged up on the back end, but I think their back end is really good with Miles Jones coming back at a corner and Damani Richardson at a safety. It, I'll say the defensive line, Maybe on the ends, Toby. They're the they're the young ones or ones who haven't gotten a lot of snaps, and you're you're going to miss 
you're going to miss a Michael Clemens and you're going to miss being able to put a DeMarvin Leal out there as they're now with the Jets and the Steelers respectively. I think the interior, they're fine on that line, that outerior. Can they get that rush from those ends? They've got the talent and they've got the depth there. Now we just have not seen it consistently in a game. So that will be one of the questions. What a bizarre schedule you've been handed this year. Yes. With the, um, yeah. you know, Miami's going to be tough, but then after you play those guys, it's, what, 42 We're days before home. you play another home game? Yeah, that's four straight games away from home. I don't know that I've ever seen that before. Yeah, it's 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 a long it's a long time, and that one jumped out when the schedule came out. You know, you know who you're going to play on on the at home and on the road every year in your in your conference, and then you bring someone in from the east. But yeah, that that one is odd. That after that third week, they they go they go road tripping, and um, obviously everybody's circling October eighth on that on that calendar because that's Alabama. But uh, Toby, as you know, you get in conference play. <laughs> There's nothing easy every week. So can you have, do you have the makeup? Do you have, and, and they did it last year after beating Alabama. They went into Missouri, which is a, was a trap game in that. Can you still keep that focus after everybody tells you how good you are, right? You're great. You just beat Alabama. Can you have that focus that very next week and, and do the same things? Well, I think they're going to have to do that. It's, it's going to be the run-up at home, and then you get into your conference. Can you be good enough to win on the road in the SEC for a number of weeks? Uh, and that, I think that's going to be a, a trying stretch in the schedule. Have A&M fans warmed to the idea of Texas and OU being in the SEC, or is there still considerable anger about it? Uh, I think it's the way, I think it's the way that everybody got blindsided. I think they're coming around to it because there's nothing they can do about it. (laughs) That's the thing. You and I joked, I said, Hey, our travel just got easier. We were the farthest team in the West. Uh, and, and I I think it was the, I think it was the way, especially Toby, you know, with Texas, it was like finally got, finally got out of, out of the shadow and shining in the SEC. But, Toby, then the reason why I think they're coming around to it is, you know what, A&M's in a very good position. Had this happened in 2012, previous athletic department and previous teams, I think it might have been more worrisome. But I think now it's, you know what, we're in a real good position, not just for football, but, but with all the schools. And now it's kind of adopted the, you know what, bring it on. We, we're the SEC team, and they're going to have to come in. Where there's the bone of contention – Toby is when Texas said, "Hey, we're never going to play them again." You know, it comes. It came from a former AD, the lost odds. Well, we will decide when we're going to play Texas A&M again. And then, obviously, he was wrong. Uh, <laughs> but it's Texas now following A&M to the SEC. So I guess, and it's never going to happen. But I think the Aggies are just going to ask the horns, like we were right all along. When, what are you going to say that we were right? It's not coming. But that's part of the feeling as well. Hey, last question, Andrew. I've kept you long, so I apologize. But I've been asking all the SEC guys when we have them on, there's been a lot of talk about what the future schedule is going to look like after Oklahoma and Texas join the league. And this 3-6 format is a popular one out there where you have three opponents, traditional opponents that you play every year, and then you rotate the other six. Who would be A&M's three, do you think? We're hearing, we're hearing Texas, LSU, 
Mississippi State. Arkansas has been in there also in, in some discussions, but that's, that's kind of what we heard. LSU has become the new Thanksgiving game. Obviously, the longstanding um, rivalry with, with Texas. And then I think one of the Mississippi schools will do, will do that. This was coming anyway, Toby. The change in the schedule was coming anyway. They were going to go into, to call, I don't want to say pods, but it, and, it, and it happened because you, come to, you came to an SEC school for four. Look, we've never gone to Kentucky. Uh, Georgia's never come to us. I think they want to change that. The interesting thing is, you know, the coaches have resisted going to nine conference games for a long time. Yeah. But, you know, uh, but, that, but that's what's going to come. But, but that's, that's what we have heard, and, and, and nothing definitive, but it should be coming out soon. The three might be Texas, Mississippi State, and then LSU. And the Arkansas game's a big game for you guys, though, right? Yeah, it has, because, as, as you know, that's an old Southwest Conference game. And, and yeah. after 24, no longer playing it uh, in, in Arlington, it will go back on campus. Uh, so that, that, that has been one. Um, you know, but, you know, it's funny with, with A&M and with Arkansas and Texas and with Oklahoma, there are some built-in rivalries there that the SEC gets to use now. It, you know, it comes into the conference, but no. Arkansas goes Arkansas that goes way back that's a that's a that's a lot of history with Texas A&M fantastic stuff Andrew thank you so much brother I look forward to talking to you again on down the line and I hope you have a great season same to you Toby thank you so much my friend all right Andrew Monaco play-by-play voice of the Texas A&M Aggies interesting stuff there we'll take a time out more of your text messages and phone calls to come plus TJ is it the return of Chris Plank today am I right about that it is. He's in the building. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Plank is home. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Chicago? No reason. Random, or is there a point to this? Nah, no reason. It just right out here in the queue, and I just hit play on it, so... You know what I'm enjoying right now, TJ? What's that? I'll give you a hint. Mm. Juicy nectarine. A nectarine? Is it that season already? Already. It's been nectarine season all summer, dude. Mm. Delicious. Oh, stop. Um, all right, why don't we hit some text messages? Uh, let's empty out the queue here. Kendall, we uh, the college point. football page. It's not that hard. I mean, come on. <laughs> he he mm-hmm. tweeted me saying, hey, where do I find that article? I said ESPN.com. And he's like, oh, great. That's like finding a needle in a haystack. I'm like, it's like the, one of the main mm-hmm. stories on the college it. football page. Come on. It's not that hard. You can do it, Kendall. Yeah, you can do it. Uh, Let's see here. Gunny of the Stutzman Army, uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. That Legacy Series is awesome. I've listened to them at least four times apiece. The 72 OU Nebraska game was great. That was the Johnny Bench game. Four times each. That seems like a lot. They're all pretty cool. Uh, This texter wants to know who has more wins this year, Texas or USC? Boy, we had them ranked right next to each other in the countdown. Right. Uh, one at 18, one at 19. Can't uh, they both Texas be six or seven win teams? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's how they are. Yeah, I mean, that's what they you're, are. Yeah. You're going to say it's a tie? I'm going to say I hope both fan bases are miserable at the end of the year and uh, not bowl eligible. That's what I'm going to say. I don't believe that, but I said that's my hope, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say. Probably USC's got a little bit easier schedule. Yeah, I would say USC by yeah, a they game. They do have to play Notre Dame, though. Mm-hmm. They have to play Notre Dame and uh, uh, Texas has to play Alabama. Conference-wise, Big 12 a little bit tougher than the Pac-12. USC doesn't have an Oklahoma on their schedule. And they don't have Oregon this year either. Member, so yeah, I think you got to say slight edge USC there, right? Even if they're not the better team, they've got the easier schedule. I would agree with and that. Yeah, probably the better quarterback, although we don't really know what Quinn Ewers is yet. That's a good question, though. We'll keep an eye on it. We'll keep an eye on it. We will. Be, I will uh, tell you this, TJ. On this show, we will be reporting the USC final score every week, so people can. Be kept up to date with how Lincoln Riley's doing. I know that's very important to people out there. Let's see. Well, this is a long text. Uh, Good morning, gentlemen. You can call me Blind Sooner. As a Sooner fan, I made the strange decision to relocate to Stillwater last year. It's been a good move, but it's been odd. But I'm thinking about yesterday morning, just before the close of the show, T. Rowe was talking about having seen George Cumbie and been amazed by him, and he was indeed an amazing athlete. But I can tell you, uh, that you're lucky. I but I can tell you told me that you were lucky you weren't calling the games and because of the other linebacker who was most often on the tackles. His name Daryl Hunt. It was very difficult for the play by play or two to make sure they got the name Cumby and Hunt separated. When you get it wrong, it's not pretty. I love your show. Keep up the great work, boy. I really had to work through that text there. That was dark. That went dark on us. Um, (laughs) Not where I was expecting that text to go. No, me either. And I did uh, write back to the Premier League, TJ, because I know a lot of people are wanting us to work more Premier League into the show. Actually, I got text saying, please don't. I did see a uh, video yesterday of uh, an Arsenal jersey that they wore last year. They were white jerseys with white numbers. And give you I nightmares. Thought, oh yeah, I thought I have. I would just walk out of the booth. Oregon's like, done that before, not... haven't they? Or just that that um, light light silver number that they blended in. Yeah, yeah, white like. with like silver number. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I thought that's what it was going. I thought it was going to a uniform. He was just trying to avoid dirty words. <laughs> is what he was telling me. <laughs> right. Thank don't you, say sir. dirty words. It's accidentally happened before. My most famous example was when I was the weekend anchor at Channel 9. And uh, I got tripped up one night on a Marshall Falk highlight. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, that one got me. Uh, you know the days I miss texting you when you're on live shots. I do miss those days. Uh, any news on how Kobe McKenzie is looking? I haven't heard much about Kobe. Uh, I'll ask. I don't remember Ted. I know Ted was talking about the scrimmage yesterday, but I was in and out of it, and I don't remember at any if point. I can him just back up him. for a second and let you folks out there know what a jerk it is I have to work with every day. <laughs> when I was at Channel Nine, TJ would see that I was on a live shot somewhere during a newscast at a football game or a spirit stick or basketball, whatever the case may be. He would 
text me or call me while Typically, I was I would on call. the air. I would call, yeah. Just so I would feel my phone vibrating in my pocket and distract me while I was trying to do live award-winning television. That's what kind of a jerk I have to work with every day, folks. <laughs> so many of those would nights. intentionally try to mess me up. <laughs> so many of those nights I was in the cross-eyed moose and I'd yell at everyone in the bar, Hey, watch this. Watch the TVs. And you would see your hand go down to your pocket. Quit <laughs> calling me. I got to the point where I'd ask my camera cameraman to hold my phone because TJ's going to call me during this live shot. <laughs> Jerk. Uh, right, one more, and then we got to get Chris Plank. Oh yes, back. we do. We get uh, last it. one here says Premier League total doofus face. <laughs> there are some doofus faces in the Premier League. So there, see, there's another text of people wanting me to talk more Premier League on the show. We'll see if we can get it sponsored up, dedicate an entire segment to it every day because the people are demanding it. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Very exciting. So many questions, so little time. We welcome in now Chris Plank. This is a crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. He is back. Welcome back, Chris Plank. What's up, T-Row? How are you? You good? I'm good. How was your trip? How was your trip? It's fun. It was long. It was the longest I've ever taken a trip. So I've never missed this many shows. <laughs> I've missed six Nothing shows. Nothing happened while you were yeah, gone. I know, so right? Don't worry about Perfect it. Perfect time to go. I, yeah. I got a lot of man. You timed that right. But it was really cool. You know, you've done this before where you do a marathon trip, and I think I was even texting you. But we really, really misjudged the length of the trip from my hometown to West Point. So the first leg of the trip, it was like, this is easy. This is smooth. And then the second leg, you're like, oh, are we ever going to get there? So it was a bit, um, 44. How many miles? Oh, I, I deal in time, not miles. So okay. <laughs> it was 44 and a half hours in a, in a car. But let's see. <laughs> Norman to West Point, New York. Uh, and, and thanks for all of the recommendations. Uh, we went, it was over 1,300 miles. So it was 1,318 miles. A uh, 15 each way. Wait, did I do math right? Uh, 3,000. Sorry, I, I was just looking down. 1,500 miles, 1,509 miles uh, there, 1,509 miles back. So 3,000 miles, sorry. Oh, got got my we, math here. Right I love the pictures of you and your son. That it was, was awesome, awesome, wasn't it? It was really cool. He is. How's West Point? It's amazing. We got to go. We got, I, I don't listen, Josie, my son's. Uh, it's, it's, so this will be his first football season. So 23, 24, 25, if we could maybe get that rescheduled for 24, 25, that'd be great, but it's, it's awesome. Now I, I took some notes just because I do have questions for every, every day of the crossover. I kept questions to ask because I, 845 would, would, would come around or, you know, 945 Eastern, which by the way, the Eastern time zone, the worst. Why? Yep. Well, it, it's That's just the, the absolute worst. Time. Though the best yeah. summer weather, it was 85 degrees every day. It was incredible. Uh, all right, so here's, here's a couple crossover questions over the last right, week that ahead. I have. All right. Why do people who drive slow in the left-hand lane speed up when you try to pass them? If they were going that speed, it wouldn't be an issue. Because they don't have cruise control. Next question. Are every single exit number the same as the mile marker, or is that just – and did everyone know that, or did I just figure it out? 
as far the as I know, the vast majority it, of yes, them yes, are okay. the yes. same. Yes. Am I late to the party on y- that? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, wow, that's exit number 186, and that's mile marker 186. So who knew? <laughs> um, is it weird that our Airbnb had someone living downstairs? Well, some of them you um, just have the room next door in their house. Okay, so. all right. Weird That's for part me. Of an I Airbnb couldn't do that. Situation, I yeah. Uh, if you go verbo, then you get the whole house to yourself. But if you're Airbnb, sometimes you got to share it with people. All right. Um, idea for the crossover: we make it all politics and just change our sides every single day. One day we're all anti-Trump. One day we're all pro-Trump. One day we're all anti-Nancy Pelosi. The next day we're all pro-Nancy Pelosi because I got to listen to a lot of news talk on my way up there. I feel like that's that we'd have a winner. That's the worst idea you've ever had. You think that's so? That's the worst idea you've ever had. Yeah. Yeah, no wonder it was idea. such a punishing drive. That yeah, was terrible. <laughs> um, okay, here, here's another one for the crossover. Isn't it wild on the classic games how quickly they get to breaks? It's like, yeah. Joe, Joe Washington, touchdown. Oklahoma's tied the game. Extra point is good. We'll be right back. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> It's it, I like when Mike Trep. I was talking about this earlier in the show. Mike Treps just goes, man. Like there, there's not a sideline reporter, nor would there be any room for a sideline reporter. True. His John Snyder, his color analyst, talks like every twelve plays, maybe, maybe, maybe once a drive right. or something. I mean, he just goes. Yeah. Uh, and then the other, the other thing I know is uh, that are, is ESPN Radio tanking. Remember when ESPN Radio like used to be a big deal and you knew you yeah. knew their host? I don't even look for it anymore. Bro, I listened to a show on Sunday night, which I'm typically on the air when I was driving back, and it literally sounded like two dudes that were just pulled off the street. It was like karaoke, karaoke for radio. So, do you have what like people a say about our morning show? Of, that's true. Do you have like <laughs> a week and a half's worth of thoughts right now? You're just dying to get out on the air. Like, yeah, the next yeah. Three hours? The, the good yeah. news is I've often been taught that nobody cares about things that are old, so I'm ready to move on, <laughs> Tiro. Let's go. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad I'm you're safe. I'm Big glad week. you had a good trip, Big and I week. can't wait to listen to the next three hours. All right, Toby, appreciate you, man. Have a great day, bud. Chris Plank Show coming up next. Thanks to Andrew Monaco from Texas A&M for joining us today. You find folks as well. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.